You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to RR365, Radio Ramadan 365. Um, this is the Arc Radio Podcast and today you have presenting with yourself Sabrina Jahangir and um, we also have a fantastic guest. His name is Hamid Rubani Naqshbandi today who is an upcoming new Nasheed artist. He's from Birmingham and um, what we'll be doing today is just getting some information on um, how his journey has been so far um, as a Nasheed artist, what his inspiration is moving forward um, and what dreams he has for, of course, the, the future. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Yes, you okay? Yeah, very well. How are you today? Alhamdulillah, I'm good. Thank you very much. Fantastic, fantastic. So um, it's just to um, make everybody aware that there is going to be an event which is um, held at the Doubletree Hilton Hotel in Glasgow. It's called Echoes of the Beloved. It's a charity dinner. Um, so Brother Ahmed Romani will be um, performing at the event as well. So it's just to give listeners a heads up on that. It'll be on the 17th of October. So doors open at six o'clock. So um, it'll be a fantastic event. So it's um, in October this year. So um, just look out for that everyone listening. Um, I wanted to find out a bit about kind of what inspired you to become an Ashid artist. Yeah, um, well, I was at the age of six and my father used to read a lot of Nasheeds in the house. That basically inspired me to listen to him every single day. Like when I used to wake up, I could hear him reading Nasheed, singing Nasheed. So it just really got me into it. I uh, got a lot of passion towards it. So my father is basically why I started doing Nasheeds in the first place. Did you used to see your father doing nasheeds, etc.? And that's what. Yeah, my father, my father does nasheeds as well. Uh, to be honest, he's the one who actually taught me to um, read nasheeds. He's the one who used to tell me that I learned this nasheed today. We're gonna go to mass today. You're gonna be reading this. And I was only like five, six years old. Um, I used to be very nervous when I used to go to the mosques to recite, but it boosted my confidence because people's reactions. You know, they used to get happy and stuff, and they used to like you know tap my shoulder and say, you know what, son, well done, you read good today. And um, it just encouraged me more and more. And I've just never looked back, really, from that day. When you were younger then, um, is this always something that you wanted to do right from the beginning? Um, yeah, I've always been into, like, um, you know, singing and, like, you know, like, music and stuff like that. I've always been interested in it. I've just, it's in, it's in my blood. Like, I believe I was born to do this. Like, I'm not good at doing nothing else except for this. <laughs> Lovely. And, um, Ahmed, I do believe that. I think we do need this in the 21st century as well. Being Muslims, um, this is something that appeals to the youth as well. So, yeah. what, what you're doing. So, um, who would you say is your, your kind of role model then? Um, I'd say my father because I believe if it wasn't for my father, I probably wouldn't be here today. Wow. Oh. To be in the first place, I would probably, probably be doing something else. So, he did play like a, a big part in my life where he really got me into it. So it's definitely moral models got to be my father, hundred percent. Your father, fantastic. Yeah. Apart from your your father, um, as a kid, really, which artist did you look up to for that inspiration? But when I was younger, um, I think Sami Youssef was on the scene then a lot, and yeah. uh, I used to listen to his nasheeds. Okay. I used to listen to like Kuali as well. And my dad used to show me like you know like um, Nusrat Fatalihan. I listened to a lot of these uh, Kuali and stuff, and I really got interested in it. Like, I really want to know how they're, you know, doing the Kuali, what they're doing, and, you know, what it means and stuff like that. 
So yeah, um, Sami Yusuf though I'd say for Nasheed's Nasheed wise, Sami Yusuf was definitely someone who I really used to listen to a lot when I was a lot younger. Sami Yusuf is very well known, of course, and um, yeah, uh, myself as well. I think he's um, an amazing, really Nasheed artist, um, somebody to look up to. So have you always um, Ahmed envisioned yourself doing this in terms of being a Nasheed artist? Um, to be honest, when I was younger, I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just going with the flow. Mm-hmm. Um, what happened was uh, I started doing the sheets when I was like six, seven, but I was like really young. When I got to about 18, 17, 18 years old, a lot of my friends used to say to me, you know, you should put your voice out there, you know, you're hiding your talent. And mm-hmm. um, what I did, I used to use Facebook a lot back then. I uploaded a video of me reading in a sheet and um, that Facebook got shared quite a lot and it went quite viral, like in the sense of the whole of Pakistan and like most of the UK. And really from there is where people started to listen to me and there was like, you know, you need to release something, release a, a track so we can download it, you know, you need to show us. So from there, I just started to do Nasheeds and yeah, that's, that's really basically my journey, how it started. Not only within, of course, the UK, it sounds like you have gone beyond the UK, um, you know, international and you said yourself in Pakistan as well. Quite a lot of different audiences. Amitha, just a, a bit more about kind of looking forward what would you say are your career goals in terms of where does it you see yourself ending up really? to be honest uh, career goals um i've got a part-time job as well at the moment i work for an insurance company um uh, however i want i'm more focused on my sheets um i like to create like you know unique stuff man i want people to listen to something new just want to leave a good legacy behind you know what I mean? I just want to leave something good what people can look back to in years to come and say, you know what, so-and-so did this and it was really good. Really, you want to, you know, leave a legacy, as you said, behind and influence yeah. as many people as possible. And yes, 100%. I'd also like to, like, get the youth into it um, because, uh, to be honest with you, if you think about a couple of years back, there wasn't many people doing the sheets. I think now, in today's age, there's a lot of people doing the sheets. And I believe it's because of the youngsters. You know, you got like Maher Zayn, you know, all these big uh, Nasheed artists. They've influenced a lot of people to get into Nasheeds. So I think in that sense, there's a lot of people doing Nasheeds the these days. And it's really good. It's really, really good. Absolutely, definitely. And you're one to add to the list, of course, um, Ahmed Herubani. So for those who, of course, um, you know, don't know much uh, about kind of what it is you do, um, what would you like to kind of tell your listeners and, you know, what messages that you're trying to get out there? Well, I'm a Nasheed artist from the UK. Um, I like to do Nasheed in a way where it's different. Like, you know, a lot of people listen to like Bollywood songs today and, you know, music. You know, everyone listens to music. Mm-hmm. But I would like to turn that music with good lyrics mm-hmm. so people can listen to something good instead of, you know, listening to uh, you know, like a Bollywood tune or something like that. Absolutely. So you're spreading, of course, quite a positive. Yeah, because end of the day, like I'm young, I'm 24 years of age, and if I wasn't a Nasheed artist, mm-hmm. I'd want someone to release a Nasheed where I can listen to and enjoy it at the same time. It's all about influencing your 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 audience in the best way. Um, so a bit about your your Nasheeds, really, um, Ahmed, brother Ahmed. So. You, of course, I've listened to a few of your Nasheeds and um, they're fantastic. Now, the common theme that I'm getting through the Nasheeds is you do reference our beloved Prophet quite a lot to it as well. So, um, you know, what made you decide to go for Nasheeds, which um, 
remember the Prophet and what's your inspiration behind that? Yeah, well, uh, some of the, the, the track that I did recently, a couple of months back, was Nazara. Um, it's a Punjabi kalam. Uh, I use language Punjabi because I believe it's easy to understand because Urdu is quite difficult. Uh, not everyone can understand Urdu. Where Punjabi is is quite easy, simple to understand. Um, I like to do like dardi lyrics, you know, like really deep lyrics. So when people listen to it, there's dard in the lyrics and um, there's a meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. You know, because at the end of the day, like everyone likes to visit Medina Sharif and like, you know, to do Umrah and go to Saudi Arabia. I like to like connect that with the, with the nasheed. So when they listen to it, they remember like their journey, if they've been to Medina Sharif before or if they haven't ever been and they want to go. You know, Arduino, she's related to that so people can listen to it and actually feel, feel the track and enjoy it. Makkah, Medina, have you been yourself? Um, yeah, Alhamdulillah, I've been, at, I've been twice. Alhamdulillah, amazing, amazing. And um, hoping to go again? Inshallah, man, definitely, inshallah. Inshallah, absolutely. Um, so kind of through your um, music, through your initiates, really, um, what kind of impact would you say you have on people when you do initiates or when you recite? Yeah, um, I, I believe of it's good impact. End of the day, we're praising the beloved, the best of creation. So, you know, for someone to be from the UK, a British born, you would know how difficult it is to even go in this field um, because there's a lot of expectations. But I believe so far um, what I'm doing is right and people are enjoying it. And, you know, it's making a big impact, especially on the youth. Um, you know, I have a lot of people messaging me and saying, oh, brother, I love you. You're a big inspiration. I was really shy to recite Nasheeds and now I read myself. So, you know, it's a good thing, man. It makes me happy. It puts a smile on my face, you know, if there's someone that, um, you know, listens to me. I went to um, uh, uh, an Eid festival in Bradford yeah. uh, uh, was it a couple of months back. Yeah. And um, uh, there's a little kid. He came running to me. He was like he was really small and he, start, he started hugging me and he wouldn't let go of me. Nice. <laughs> and um, uh, his mom came over to me and she was like, he loves you, man. He loves you, Nasheed. He loves you. And he was, he was saying to me, he wouldn't let go of me. He was so cute. Like, I, I felt so like happy. And I thought, you know what? I don't even deserve this. Like, I'm not like, you know, we all, we all sin and everything. I don't even deserve this. No one's perfect. But look, if you make an impact on a kid like that, it just shows you're doing something right. And, you know, that really touched me when he was like, hugging me and he wouldn't let go of me. And he's like, oh, I love you. I love you. Can I have a photo? <laughs> Proper cute. And yeah, that must have been a really um, special moment for you. Um, yeah. Actually, you know, if you impact and influence children like that, and um, this is something that they can grow and inspire to become as well. And like you mentioned, um, you do get children, of course, teens that are quite shy and nervous and um, yep. to get into the field. And you're giving them a bit of confidence, really, to say that it's yeah, okay. 100%. I've been, um, I'm, I'm doing it and um, I'm moving forward with it. So, um, you are definitely having a positive influence on on youth, really, and that's what your main name is. So, I think it's mashallah a very good. Um, it's very good what you're doing just now. And um, what's what would you say is the importance really of doing zikr and being connected to our Prophet sallallahu alaihi It is definitely important to be connected because in the day we are Muslims and uh, we should try and stay very strong on our iman because today and age it's, it's really easy to just go off barriers. Um, so, you know, if I was to give advice to everyone there, yeah, you know, you should, everyone should go to the local mosques whenever they can, you know, make time and read namaz. You know, we, we, all, we all sin, you know, no one's perfect. People do miss their namazes. You know, it's, it's not easy to, like, keep up with it. 
But you need to make the right intention and just, you know, try bringing yourself closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, you know, just just focus. And if, if there's something bad that you're going to do, think twice before you're going to do it. You might just change your mind. Absolutely. That's a fantastic message to portray out there. So that's, that's absolutely brilliant. And, um, you know, having said that, see, this generation, of course, 21st century, um, would you say there's a greater need to be connected to um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now more than ever? Would you say in this day and age? Yeah. 100% because times are changing and you know it's, it's like I said it's really easy to go off uh, limits and barriers so I think now it's, it is very important you know to just focus on your religion man and you know study study the deen study the deen know, know what's right and what's wrong back in the day it was a lot it wasn't like this obviously I'm 24 like in my dad's time for example and like my granddad's time it's very different you know when they were young it was easier to like, you know, go to the mosque, everyone used to get together, you know, it was a different atmosphere. Now it's completely different, so it's really hard to like stay on your religion and your deen and your iman to have it strong. So, you know, it is a lot harder, but it's not like it's, it's not possible. Of course it's possible, you know, if you just stay connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, read your namazes. They say if you read all your namazes on time, all the time, you know, it'll bring you closer, you'll, you'll feel the spiritual feeling. Absolutely. That's that's very, very important point you have uh, mentioned, Lamed. And um, what would you say, how do we, how do you stay connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, especially in these troubling times, you know, in this day and age? Uh, to be honest, obviously, as I'm a Nasheed artist, um, I have these expectations. You know, people expect a lot from me. So, you know, that reason, it, it keeps me okay. Like, yeah. you know, it makes me think twice and, you know, like I said, everyone sins and stuff like that. No one's perfect. I'm not saying I'm perfect, just for the listeners in case. But um, uh, you know, because I do nasheed and I go to events and stuff like that, you know, stuff like this, it gives me spiritual feeling. Like when I'm reciting my nasheed, if I'm at a mosque event or even a wedding or something, you know, that connects me straight away. So in that sense, it's really good for me. It keeps me away from bad things. Would you say that? Um you know, your company then, how important would you tell the listeners is company? Yeah, company is very important because not everyone's your friend out there. Um, people can just come by for needs, for their own needs. Um, so a good company is a person that will say to you, let's go to the mosque, let's go, you know, go to an event, you know, something good. Um, bad company, the, the worst thing is today and age, the bad company is where everyone is going to. But it's very difficult. It's very, very difficult, especially in the UK. Um, you just have to pick wisely, man. I'd, I'd advise everyone to listen to their parents. If their parents say that person isn't good for you, then trust me, they're not good for you. Not good for you. Because your parents are the only people that won't wish bad upon you or anything. They'd always look for the best. Absolutely. Now, through that, it sounds like you're quite close to your family, of course. And um, Yeah, I'm definitely a family man. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's absolutely, um, I think it's vital in this day and age to be close to family. Um, they always 100%. look for you. You know, they know what's best for you as well. Um, as much as sometimes we don't want to admit that, but it's, it's the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's you know? so true. So, um, in terms of your your family, you know, how's the support been like? Yeah, they've, my, my family have supported me from day one. You know, they've always supported me. Uh, my mother, my father, my sisters. You know, they've always said, you know what, whatever you're doing, stick to it. So, Alhamdulillah, man, my support's always there. What I did want to ask really is, um, what would you say is your favorite nasheed that you've performed so far? I've performed. 
Um, well, to be honest, to be honest with you, the the one that I released recently, Nazara, is probably the most popular one. Okay. And uh, I really, I really do enjoy reciting that because the way it's made is the way how I wanted it. If you know what I mean. Sure. Um, when I spoke to my producer and stuff, when I made the track, mm-hmm. um, I was with him for hours and I said to him, look, I want it like this. This is what I want. I want this verse to go here. And it, it was perfect the way I wanted it. Like, that was my type of um, nasheed to release. Um, definitely Nazara has been the most, like, you know, um, most nasheed that I've enjoyed reading. However, there, there is an art called Nath Sarkar. Okay. And uh, I used to read that a lot. I love I love that nasheed as well. It's one of my favorite nasheeds. Fantastic. Um, Nazara, I mean, you said that's your most popular and your most favorite. Um, what is it about? Just for the listeners out. Nazara is 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 dirty. It's more like, you know, it's about someone that's you know always wanted to go to Medina Sharif, Salam. and uh, you know, he's saying you know um you know. I really want to go. When's that day going to come when I go to Medina Sharif? When can I go to Medina Sharif and, you know, you know, pour my heart out, you know. It's hard to quite explain in English, to be honest. As it's in Punjabi, um, it's quite difficult to translate it into English. Um, it's more it's more deeper in the Punjabi language. I'm from a Punjabi background, so I definitely get that. It can be hard to translate it sometimes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Definitely get that. I'm sure you understand, you understand it, so you know, you know what I mean by that. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I mean, I can, I could translate in English, but it ain't gonna be as deep as it is in the Punjabi language. <laughs> Absolutely. So that's the that's the power of Punjabi, really. Yeah. Um, so you also have um, another nasheed called Mehman. You can tell me a bit about the your motivation really behind that nasheed as well. Okay. Well, uh, to be honest, I used to recite nasheeds in Urdu before. Um, however. I've always had something in my heart to, you know, do something in Punjabi because I feel like it's easy to understand. Now, Mehman is an upcoming nasheed. Um, it's actually been delayed on uh, social media uh, due to some technical issues, which I'm sorting out. Mm-hmm. So, inshallah, people that are going to be listening, if they tune into my social media, I will be um, uh, updating uh, when it will be released and stuff like that, and I will share the links and everything. However, Mehman is another Punjabi kalam. Um, Mehman is actually more deeper than uh, Nazara. Right. It's actually, it's the same. Um, how can I explain? It's Dardi. Um, it's about Medina Sharif. Um, mm-hmm. It's the same meaning as Nazara, basically, but obviously different lyrics. And uh, it has a more of a deeper, you know, relax, relaxing feeling to it. When Nazara was a bit more upbeat feeling, if you know mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah, um, so, uh, yeah, Mehman is another Punjabi nasheed. And uh, I'm actually really looking forward to, you know, for it to come out. Like, you know, uh, it was meant to come out on the second on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, however, it's been delayed. But, you know, patience is key. Absolutely. So, inshallah, man, it'll, it'll work out for me. Inshallah. Um, uh, it's only going to be out on um, uh, iTunes, you know, Google Play, Spotify, etc. However, I am working on the video and the video will be followed on YouTube in the next couple of weeks, inshallah. Fantastic, inshallah. So- be looking forward to um, the release of, of the video and um, the, the initiative yeah. as well. So, to yeah. be honest, I was supposed to release Mehman with the video shoot first and it was meant to come out in like November time. Yeah. However, because of the tour that we're doing with Salam Charity, um, uh, we're doing a, a tour, a mm-hmm. UK tour. Um, I've released it earlier just so I can perform it there. Fantastic. Because I don't want to 
you know, regret it later and say, oh, I didn't read it at the tour already. Just touching upon what you've said, of course, about the Salam charity um, and for the listeners out there, just to also highlight that um, their event will be in, um, well, one of the events venues is in Glasgow, okay, at Double yeah. Hilton um, on the 17th of October. Um, so that's definitely something to look out to. So it's 2019 and um, Ramad Rubani, of course, alongside a few other artists will definitely be reciting. There's also going to be three course dinner involved as well and yeah. it's for the price of £15. So it's just to um, highlight that for our, our listeners. Of course, have you um, Ahmed, performed in Glasgow before? Yeah, twice I have, yeah. I, I came in 2017. Um, there was a wedding I attended and uh, there was a Milad programme that I went to as well. Did you perform in Amsterdam as well or kind of international? Yes, yes. I went to Holland as well for a tour. Uh, it was in 2016, I believe. Um, it was a four-day tour. That was amazing. That was really good. That was my first ever tour that I did. Wow. It was a good experience for me. I really enjoyed that. That was really good. There's been so many places, but I really enjoy performing at weddings. Mashallah, right. Okay. Yeah, weddings or like festivals. Like there's a, there's a festival that goes on in Bradford every year, which is really good in the park. Yeah. Um, yeah, I enjoy I enjoy um, events like that. Okay. Even you know, Milad events like house events, people do it in the houses or mosques. Um, that's really good as well because it's more it's more spiritual because you're in the house of Allah, and um, you know it's more like if there's a Milad event, it's it's a different feeling. It's a completely different feeling. You feel more spiritual there, um, where where you go to weddings and stuff. It's it's spiritual. But it's not the same feeling as Milad, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, definitely with Milad, of course. Um, it depends got, on the environment, what kind of environment you're in. Definitely with um, Milad, it's like, you know, it's, um, you, you get together, you do zikr, and yeah. um, it's just a different feeling. So it gives you that spiritual boost, that iman yeah. boost that you need yeah. from time to 100%. time. So, see, for the youth that want to get involved, how can they go about the, you know, doing this or getting involved or is there something that you do to support youth? Yeah, the whole, we do, we, we do this for the youth. I think it's very important for the youth to understand we do this nasheed and stuff at a young age for the youth because it's only going to benefit them when they're older. Um, you know, the upbringing should be okay. Um, people that want to do nasheed like youth, what I would say to them is that you know what, just keep, just do what your heart wants. If they really want it and they're passionate about it and they want to praise, then, you know, you should never leave anything good in life. You should go for it. Like when I was a young kid, six years old, my dad used to put me on stage and my legs used to be shaking. Like I used to be so nervous reciting. And, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to be there at that time. I was so like nervous. But, you know, it was good for me because it just made me more confident. Every time I used to go to a mosque, and then there's times when I was like seven, eight years old, I used to actually cry at home if I didn't used to get time at mosque. And I used to be like, oh, Dad, they didn't call me on stage today, I'm upset. <laughs> you know, I, I wanted to read, I wanted to read. So, you know, it encourages and it gives you self-belief and you get confident. So for everyone out there that wants to do nasheeds, you know, go for it, man. There's nothing to worry about. You don't need to have the best voice in the world. It's, you know, as long as your intentions are clean and you're praising the beloved. You know, that's the main important thing because in the day, if you ain't got the best voice in the world, you have to understand that when you're reciting the Prophet's nasheed, he will be 100% listening to you. So what more can you ask for? 
Amazing, that's definitely true, um, Brother Amon. So uh, that's, that's a very good message you've given, really, the youth and those who are listening, that um, don't be shy, you know, just go for it. And if you, you know, it'll help with confidence. And then through that, you can influence other people as well. So yeah. it's important. Do you have one final message for your listeners and for those who are listening today? Yeah, uh, it's a simple message, you know, do what your heart wants. Believe in yourself. Doubters will always doubt you, but if you believe in yourself and, you know, have confidence, you know, it will get you far. Just focus on your mission. Meri bigri kismat ban jaye Main thak gaya arziyan karke Main thak gaya arziyan karke Rabba aisa koi din char jaye Ke madine da nazara ho jaye Rabba aisa koi din char jaye Absolutely amazing. So um, that was from Ahmed Rubani Nakshwandi, brand new Nishi Nazara. So Jazakallah Khair. Ahmed, I would love to, um, of course, thank you for um, today and for all your wisdom and all your advice to all of our listeners out there in Radio Ramadan 365. So it's been fantastic having you on board and um, we inshallah look forward to having you in Glasgow. So Jazakallah Khair and Assalamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuhu. For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.